just screaming and yelling about the UN being irrelevant and why are we paying any attention, which I, I do believe. Uh, but, ladies um, and gentlemen, the, the man talking right now is would-be giraffe owner Jack Armstrong. That's right. We Thank can find you. one. How dare you? If I can find one that I, uh, you know, you walk around, you kick the hooves, you look it over, you decide it's, uh, it's one for you. Take yeah, a look at, at its teeth. At a proper price. Right. Then we'll have a giraffe. Lowball a guy. I gave you $500 for that giraffe. He thinks, what? No. I don't know if you end up in a situation because my wife is continuously pushing to get another pug. Look how lonely he is. He needs a friend. No oh point. Um, do you do that with your giraffe? Next thing you know, you get the freaking Serengeti in your backyard. Yes. They miss the lions, Jack. It's like Wild Kingdom. Yeah, they need to stay on their toes. You need a, you need a, 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 some prey, and you got to have a predator if you right. want them to stay on their exactly. toes. Exactly. Everybody knows that. And you got a lion, and you got a hippopotamus. And exactly. Apes, silverback gorillas. <laughs> wow. All in this my backyard. This is all wrong. <laughs> I, would, I would go out back with your children when they play. <laughs> so at the United Nations, when they allowed the grown-ups to speak... The Secretary General warned global leaders, and this is something I've been bringing up lately because I think it's really interesting, of the looming risk risk of the world splitting in two. That's not the end of the sentence, but I thought that'd be a good place to end the sentence. Was this about the super volcanoes or a meteor strike? The looming risk of the the world splitting in two with the two largest economies, the United States and China, creating rival internets, currencies, financial rules, and their own geopolitical and military strategies. Oh, yeah. I think that's interesting. That's burbling up among the smart people more and more. The former Secretary of the Treasury, Hank Paulson, he's got a book out or a lecture out on it, something right now, about this uh, technological iron curtain that China could go behind. And we just basically have two completely different setups for for the Internet and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, the economy and, and we're rivals. Well, similar to the way it was with the Soviet Union-ish. Right, right. Well, but, that but is more dreaming thought. Yeah. Oh, you, you could easily picture it happening, couldn't you? You either, yeah. you either get on board with the the China part. Uh, you're in you're in their orbit, or you're in our or- orbit. Yeah. Well, uh, Trump, in a uh, you know kind of a microcosmic way, is is trying to figure that out with trade. Look, China, you agreed to be part of global trade and follow the global rules of trade. Let's do that, and we can go back to all making trillions of dollars off of each other. And China's dragging their feet, and and it's pretty clear that they're not going to do that, which leaves the West two choices. You go back to being exploited and ripped off by China because they're such a big market, or you say, that's it. We're, We're not giving in. Forget it, then. And that's when the really interesting stuff starts happening, you know, economically, militarily. Right. If if you if your neighbors who never are if you are neighbors who never talk to each other, it's a very different thing than if your neighbors who who do interact sure. on a regular basis. Um, so wow, that, that would be interesting. Interesting uh, thing to keep our eye on. Yeah. Um, we can't ignore the Trump Ukraine phone call impeachment thing, mostly because of the impeachment part of it. To me, I'd be happy to ignore this story until I think it would go away. But Nancy Pelosi is having a meeting today and getting a lot of pushback from her own people about. Hey, we got to impeach. What are mm-hmm. we doing here? We're uh, we're uh, abdicating our our duties here as a co-equal branch. Yeah, the frustrating part about this is uh, there's so much discussion, so much talk, so much demanding, and and then and, and just adamance right now in the air. But it all depends on what was said. Well, let's let's lay out a little of it here. This is um, a tweet that the president, President Trump, has put out. So obviously, this is stuff he feels is favorable to him Mm -hmm. this is an audio clip 
with Joe Biden that is is now his pinned tweet at the top of his Twitter. Mr. Vice President, how many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev. Why is he on the phone with a foreign leader trying to intimidate a foreign leader? And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. You should be asking him the question. I said, no, I said, I'm not gonna, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> this appears to be an overwhelming abuse of power. I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars. Trying to intimidate a foreign leader. I look, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Well, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. And everybody's looked at it, said there's nothing there. Ask the right question. So I think that's interesting that Trump chose that montage to tweet out. Um, I guess, is he trying to make the argument that, look, Biden was doing the same thing you're accusing me of? Or oh, I tell you what, um, I'm not saying... This is going to happen. I'm not saying I'm rooting for it to happen. But I'd like to hit you with the beloved nursery rhyme from Mother Goose's... What's the Mother Goose uh, nursery rhymes? I think we gave you a copy when uh, child number one was born. Well, there are a number of them. Some call him Sam. Which one are you talking about? Which nursery rhyme? There once were two cats of Kilkenny. Hmm. Each thought there was one cat too many. So they scratched and they bit and they fought and they fit until instead of two cats, there weren't any. That's a children's thing? Yes, it's, it's time to wake up and smell the cat battle to you, the death. You have stolen my childhood. <laughs> How dare you? With your empty words. <laughs> I didn't write it. I just recited it. It's terrifying. It's an old nursery rhyme, sweetheart. I didn't, How dare you? I didn't mean to upset you. Of course, you walked into the room upset. The hell? You're a tough kid. No, so listen, obviously, if if Trump was clearly really pushing the new president to to try to ruin Biden as the sitting president on the phone with the head of state. There are a hell of a lot of people who aren't going to like that one single bit. Okay? Um, and with this renewed focus on the fact that Joe Biden and his son have completely different stories on whether they talked about international business, the boy says, oh, yeah, we did. I think it's hard to believe. It doesn't have to be... Um, uh, but let, just let me finish okay. the sentence. Both end up terribly damaged. Right. Well, yeah, that was the, the New York Times had an article about that on Friday, saying yeah. this could end up being uh, really bad for Joe Biden, even if it's true. Liz Warren v. Mike Pence. Even if the Trump stuff is true, it could end up being bad for Biden. Um, I find it pretty hard to believe that they never discussed business dealings. You 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 don't mention to your dad on the on the twenty hour plane flight anything about what you're doing in your role as the bo- as a, a an advisor or whatever he was with that gas company right just never comes up and hey I got it's just signed a fifty million dollar deal so it's pretty good for me and yeah. just you never talk about that Biden young young Biden was being paid six figures a month to sit on the board of this Ukrainian natural gas company, right. and he had no experience in energy or Ukraine. Yeah, well, that's, see, that's that's I mean, just the way it works in politics. Yeah. And, you know, it's probably not a good reminder from the Biden camp to, to remind everybody, oh, yeah, this is what happens. You get involved in politics. If your mom or dad's in it for a long time, you get 
things fall into your lap that don't yeah. happen to other people. Yeah. That's clearly what happened. They figured Malia Obama was too young, <laughs> so they went after young, uh, what's his name, Hunter Biden. There's a particular segment of the Democratic Party that if if this effort to attack Trump also has some collateral damage against Biden, are be perfectly with fine with yeah. that. Uh, yeah, you're oh, right. Agreed. You're right. Absolutely. Probably about half the Democratic yep. Party thinks, oh, that's a win-win. Well, and that's why we're hearing OAC and, and her uh, brethren and sisteren um, howling the loudest. They love that idea. Yep. So the Wall Street Journal's version is President Trump, in the phone call, repeatedly pressured the president of Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden's son. Um, he told him that he should work with Giuliani on Biden and that people in Washington wanted to know. And they did that as uh, uh, eight times in the phone call. They've got so, to be polling Americans right now. If the president did what you just described, uh, sh- should we toss them? I'd be really interested to see those results. Like you said earlier, a lot of it, t- tone makes a difference. I don't know. We'll see. I remember one of the uh, narratives on this program months ago was the Democrats and the lamestream media continually trying to whip up outrage that Trump said something inappropriate and completely unconventional and probably a bad idea. The Trump. president just shouldn't say crap like that. And the defense was, and it's an odd defense, but it's a good one. He says crap like that all the time. Everybody takes it with a grain of salt. It could be the defense is he ex- he acted like a guy running a string of hotels. He's just Trump being Trump. And a certain chunk of Americans will say, that's good enough for me. He's better than Liz Warren. Right. Boy, where this goes, nobody knows, man. Wow. Would, would I be shocked if uh, Trump thought, I've got something of value here, I'm going to get something for it? N- no. Like that's and and not really, not really respecting the awesome power and tradition of the office and, and saying to hell with it. I, I know what I need. I'm going to ask for it. Uh, I could easily believe that. But like, unless, he, unless he gets tossed out of office, and I don't think the Senate would, would boot him for that, um, like you said, it comes down to, okay, so maybe you don't think that was particularly cool, but it's him or Liz Warren. Right. Do you want free college tuition and government health care, or do you want to go this direction? Yeah. Do you want judges who will, you know, have abortion up and until kindergarten? It's going to be an interesting week. It's it because Nancy's going to go one direction or the other, and I think it'll happen soon, don't you? I I, I find it hard to believe this is going to be drug out. Yeah, but She's, then you got to have hearings to write the articles of impeachment, stuff like that. That'll take a while. But if she gives the full nod, yes, mm. we're going to. He's committed high crimes and misdemeanors. We're going to impeach the president. Any chance going to blow up politics? Any chance we wait till like late February to do this because? That's after the Super Bowl, and it's like a total dead zone for sports. Uh, right now, yeah. you've got the baseball playoffs starting. It's not really good for me, NBA starting. Right, My we're, kids are in school. We're into the middle of the NFL season where things are getting interesting. You know, it's just this is not a good time for me. I'll need a TV show like this around February. Right. Although you got the caucuses going. So You're tired you'll, of the winter. So then you'll be full on into the presidential election. Now, remember, i got one more thing i got to say about this. The last debate... Impeachment didn't come up once. The word impeachment was not said in three hours with three moderators and ten candidates. The word impeachment was not said. That's astounding. Has it changed that much with this Ukrainian phone call? Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I I guess it has. 
Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. last night watched by a record low uh, number of seven million people only seven million people watched the Emmys yeah yeah and one million of those were Game of Thrones cast members so. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a second. did he say seven million yeah why did we even mention it then yeah that's my question how does it even make I still it? don't understand award shows how does it even get anybody's attention seven million people that's not a hit show Oh my God! Yeah, well, listen. I knew it were, they were down from the the glory days of forty, fifty, sixty million people tuning in, but seven million—the concept wow. of picking one piece of art for an award is dumb. But it will continue, and I get it. But the process of watching them give each other awards—dead. Yeah, people are still dying. Very, I get the sense people are still interested in it. Nobody wants to watch it. Well, and for me, again, the leading factor in me leaving award shows was the political speeches. Not all this other stuff. Just, I'm not going to listen to you talk about how stupid George Bush is or whatever it is. With your empty words. Exactly, sister. Yes. Thank you, darling. Um, Can you find out if she's an adult in her country? Where is she from? Norway, Sweden, one of those places? Sweden. She's 16. She, she might be an adult in her country. She's then I, not an adult. Then I can criticize her because she's officially an adult. I don't want to criticize children. If she's an adult, then I'm, I'm going to call for drumming Sweden out of the U.N. That's a child, man. I have childs, and I am an adult. You've stolen her childhood. What? How dare you? You I have did... stolen my dreams, no, I my didn't. childhood, no, I with didn't. your empty words. No, you check my house if you want. <laughs> They're not there. <laughs> I do not have your... I am not in possession of your dreams. Right. That's it. It's hurtful. Sweden, much like the U.S., you are not an adult until you hit 18. Okay. Well, yeah, well, should, well I, I tell you what, I look at 18-year-olds. I shouldn't be up here. Uh, I should be back in school. I would agree with that. You well, and I yes. are in agreement on that. Yes, but listen, we're talking about something different now. The adults are trying to see that's, that's, that's not good there, Joe, too much. I don't know. If you have a little girl as your moral spokesperson... People have to be allowed to respond. And humorists have to be able to respond humorously. Hey, Daddy, I want a golden goose. That's oh, same girl. Oh, boy. I don't think that is. Same actually. girl from Willy Wonka. What? Sorry, I think the computer has a mistake. <laughs> what? what? Give, me, give me those back to back. Let's just little... I shouldn't be up here. Hey, Daddy, I want a golden goose. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, That's uncomfortable. So, you know, a texture pointed this out earlier, but it's really a damn good point. Climate change isn't stealing your childhood. Uh, rampant debt is stealing your childhood, at least mm-hmm. for the United States. Why isn't somebody making just an, uh, some child making just as an impassioned speech on the House floor? You've stolen my, I don't know why I have an English accent here in America now. You've stolen my childhood with your not caring about the debt. Right. That's you're, a, you're saddling me with 78% income tax uh, rates. And that's a much more, uh, this is a closer to you problem. Yeah. That's going to happen in your lifetime. I just, I, I don't like people inoculating children with terror. 
to further no. their political. I mean, even if you buy the entire climate crisis thing, um, and, and a lot of the science is very, very iffy. But, yeah, something's going on. We probably ought to be dealing with it productively. To make a kid concerned and involved is one thing. To make them terrified that they'll be burned alive by a global conflagration by the year 2023 is sick. Can I hear her again, Michael? Any of <clears throat> You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. I need a golden ticket, Daddy. It tastes like blueberry. Oh, boy. Hey, Daddy, I want a golden goose. Okay, all right. (laughs) I'm not entirely comfortable with all of this. Ah. Amused, yes. Comfortable, no. The headline of this email is, You Can Blame Positive Sean for the Birds. But, uh, huh? There are billions fewer birds in the United States than there were 40 years ago, roughly. And and uh, listener John sends along a couple of articles, one from the USA Today a few years ago and one much more recently from Smithsonian Magazine, that it's cats. Cats are killing the birds of America. Now, to hold proud cat owner Sean responsible for that to me is unfair. But we'll we'll have more on the razor-tipped clawed killers. Mm. What's coming up in your news, Marshal? Trump at the UN. We need patriots, not globalists, and more. Gotcha. Wow, I'm, I'm with him. Armstrong and Getty. of things to mention on the bachelor last night one of the girls proposed to one of the other girls so yay they've done that sort of thing now um, was one of them like the contestants or just no on the bachelor both... you got a hot guy that all the girls are vying right. to be with and one of the women proposed to one of the other women because they've fallen in love and or she find the guy so objectionable <laughs> she switched teams <laughs> so yay for them on that congratulations yeah, very enlightened yes now you've done that sort of thing great we also got the text hey if everybody can make fun of that 15 year old kentucky kid in the maga hat oh lord um you can make fun of the 16 year old climate change how girl. dare you I, I personally don't live my life like that i sinking to the the lowest <laughs> no. level that I've ever seen. I prefer to not make fun of either child. This is all wrong. It's a good point, though. And I'm going to ask you to pipe down. The grown-ups are talking. And then this. So, uh, are you familiar with Michael Savage, talk show host? Friend of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Indeed. Uh, Dr. Savage, when Trump was in California last week, I didn't know this till Savage tweeted it out. He picked up Savage at the airport, and Savage flew around California with him on Air Force One, <laughs> going to the various events. Savage thinks Bolton is the whistleblower on this Ukrainian phone call oh, thing. Oh, wait a Which is a minute. pretty good angle. Because I think it's the Wall Street Journal, the Washington Post. One of them's out today saying Bolton was arguing for, you got to release the money. They need the money to fight off Russia, blah, blah, blah. Right. Trump was holding up the money, allegedly. And Savage thinks Bolton is a whistleblower, butthurt because he got fired. The only objection I have to that is that, according to you know the Wall Street Journal, which seems to have a great source, the person did not hear the call, was not in on the call personally, mm. and it, it would be extremely odd if the National Security sure. Advisor wasn't. Okay. But that's not proof, it's just evidence. Unless that story got leaked out to cover his tracks. Hello. Who the knows? double reverse. The old double yeah. reverse. Four-dimensional chess. Uh, that'd be a good one, though, huh? And he would not want that to come out. That's not the sort of thing you'd want anybody to find out. That he was the whistleblower? I think. Or maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. 
He'd be hated by a lot of people, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, President Trump's at the U.N. saying the United Nations is facing high stakes and clear choices in a complex and changing world. High stakes and Trump stakes. <laughs> <laughs> Trump addressing the General Assembly saying, The future does not belong to globalists. The future belongs to patriots. The future belongs to sovereign and independent nations who protect their citizens, respect their neighbors, and honor the differences that make each country special and unique. Trump, so, so I here's, agree. here's the sort of crap I was hearing yesterday from yeah. the Trump-hating networks. How could a man who advocates America first speak at a global assembly of internationalists? Only when the United States advocates for its self-interest is that bad. Every other country on the globe always advocating for their self-interest is fine. Right. Because you know they're doing what's in their best interest all the damn time, just like us. But only when we do or say it out loud is that a bad thing. Jack, so you sh- don't, shut up, UN. What, what you don't understand is that self-hatred, hatred of your own country, hatred of your own race is proof. Proof that you're enlightened and that you're better than others. Self-hatred is the key. There's no logic to it. You never look at others. You don't have to prove anything. You just express it, and you're accepted as enlightened. Wouldn't you agree, Greta? Wouldn't you agree, Greta? So, Greta, Greta, Greta. How dare you? So, uh, Trump said some really good things about homosexuality. That's getting a fair amount of attention in those circles. Uh, what? We're, we're, huh? we're, we're against countries that criminalize being homosexual? Yes, yes. And, uh, he's, leading he's made the charge statements on that. like that a number of times. In fact, there was a, a measure introduced a few, several weeks ago um, that the U.S. was advocating decriminalizing, you know, uh, any sort of homosexual behavior everywhere. Yeah. And we were hammering the countries to do it. But it didn't fit the narrative, so it didn't get a lot of press. House Democrats, meanwhile, are gearing up for a high-level members-only meeting on impeachment. Oh, you got to put cameras in there and let me watch it on YouTube. That'd be so good. You got 144 House Democrats now support starting impeachment proceedings. That is 61% of the Democratic caucus. Washington Post is reporting House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is now quietly talking to top party officials about impeachment. So they will be getting together shortly behind closed doors. That will be a dumpster fire. Yeah, I'm I'm not rooting for uh, impeachment, and I'm not rooting for, um, uh, I, I hope Trump didn't do what he's being accused of doing. I don't think that'd be good for the country to go through all this, and just with Iran and China and all the stuff, the tra- trade war, all these things, it wouldn't be good for us. Um, I hope this isn't true. But I just wonder if the conventional wisdom that everybody assumes is true. So when uh, Republicans went after Bill Clinton, his right. ratings went up and it ended up being bad news for Republicans. But I think that's because a lot of America thought you can't boot a president out because he lied about sex. Right. What if the public feels differently? Assuming, of course, that Trump actually did this, and I don't know that he did. But would the public feel the same way about trying to extort something out of a foreign leader against a political opponent? Using military aid, and if the country thought, "No, that's not cool," yeah, would that help or hurt the Democrats trying to impeach him? Given the vagueness of the description of what was said, and I get that the Wall Street Journal now, which is talking to the the whistleblower, clearly. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but 
eight times he mentioned Joe Biden or, or Hunter Biden. Eight times. You almost have to trot out like four different scenarios. One, uh, listen, investigate him because that would help me win the election. Two, yeah, what a jerk. Can you believe the way people act? Do you mean Hunter Biden? Yeah, Hunter Biden. I mean, does guy even know anything about gas? No, it's a, maybe he passes gas. Uh, you know, if it was completely... How dare you? If, if it was clearly no quid pro quo... A lot of pull-my-finger jokes on UN calls in your world. Have you ever been to Ukraine? They're very popular. Uh, no, but there, there has to be shades of what happened because it's so vague at this point. So if it was the, listen, uh, if you want any military aid, you'll ruin my political appointment. Well, the answer to your question is... Is, yeah, a hell of a lot of Americans would say, yeah, that's way too much. But if it was, you know, the middle ground would be, I guess it was veiled, and you kind of got the idea that he was really pushing, all right, maybe. And if it was, you know, fairly innocent, then the answer is no. Most Americans would not approve of boot- booting him out. It all depends on the facts. I think the phone call would come out if there was an actual impeachment yeah. proceedings, wouldn't there? Um, the, 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 the White House might stonewall it, but it'd be similar to the, the tapes in the whole Nixon impeachment. Supreme Court would have to decide, I suppose. But I, I got to believe if you actually went down the impeachment road, the phone call's got to come out. Yeah, you would think. But like you say, the courts have got to be involved because there's a, a perfectly legitimate executive claim that no, sure. we don't We don't release those calls just because Adam Schiff says we got to. One last note, we got a drug maker expanding a blood pressure medicine recall. Uh, Torrent Pharmaceuticals. Oh, no, again? Yep. Torrent Pharmaceuticals recalling several types of Losartan potassium tablets after small amounts of a cancer-causing impurity were found in tests. This is the fourth time in, in a year, I yes. think? Yeah. yeah. How about you sweep up the factory now and again, huh? What are you doing? Actually, they have it manufactured in China. That's the problem. Inside joke for people who know. Was Teddy on board Air Force One? Oh, boy. <laughs> Didn't Teddy pass? Oh, did he? That's Savage's dog. His little dog. That'd be great. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. So going back to the the John Bolton, possibly the whistleblower story. So if I'm one of his good angle, if I'm one of his mustache wranglers or whoever he's got working on his team, (laughs) I go buy him like an old high school coach's whistle. And I just tell him to put it on there, and then I start calling TMZ paparazzis to snap pictures of him at the grocery store wearing a coach's whistle. Why? A to whistleblower? Get, to, yeah, to, to get your name in the press. There's no such thing as bad publicity. Oh, so you're, I see, he's converted to kind of a personality in this yeah, scenario. Yeah, he goes right? full James Comey. Yeah, right. He's angling for a book. He starts taking selfies out in nature. Does a one-man show on Broadway. <laughs> okay. Does a few weeks in Vegas. Got to clear this up. Got this text. Did Jack just say, shut up, you N? No, I said shut up, UN, as in United Nations. Oh, jeez, as in UN bomb? Good Lord, no. I said shut up, UN, but yeah, I can see how you... Right, great Scott. How dare you? He did it! You're actually right. That's not what he said! You're a child, but on this one, if I had said that, you'd be right. (laughs) But he didn't, you didn't. I stole your childhood by saying that sort of thing. Cat owners like Positive Sean are murdering birds. I don't own a cat. I'm afraid (laughs) your microphone is malfunctioning there, Sean. We'll, We'll continue this conversation in moments. Okay, we probably should have had him on to say it 
on this show, but Ian Bremmer was on the CBS Early Show this morning, friend of Armstrong and Getty. What about the fact that cats are killing birds? That will that will still be cats and birds will still be a story. This this is a bit of a development in the whole uh, Hunter Biden Trump Ukraine thing. You don't care about the birds that I think is turning into something big, like makes the history books big. Oh boy! Um, but anyway, this is Ian Bremmer on the CBS Early Show. Biden does have a problem here, by the way. I mean, I, I have to say, fifty thousand dollars a month for Hunter Biden clearly uh, to be selling influence because otherwise no one would ever pay him that kind of money for a company that frankly was pretty corrupt and has been uh, before and has been since under And is that um, Joe Biden's fault or problem? And, uh, no, but it's hard to imagine Joe Biden wasn't aware of it. And I think that I, I expect that President Obama, if he had known about the reality of this situation, would have probably told Biden, get rid of this. Yeah, the idea that... I mean, this goes on with both parties, has forever, will forever. But the idea that Hunter Biden didn't have that job specifically because his dad was vice president. It's laughable. Is laughable. Yeah. Now, whether or not Biden did anything to help him out, you know, I don't have any reason to believe that. But the Ukrainians were certainly hoping so. It's just like the Clinton Foundation thing. The, the Clintons might not have specifically done anything for all these countries, but that's why the countries gave all the money to their charity. They were hoping for something. Oh, yeah. yes, yes, yes. And anybody involved in politics or as uh, brilliantly portrayed on uh, the West Wing and other shows that, that dealt in realism, well, I remember there was one scene where the, uh, the chief staff comes to the president and says, uh, Sir, up next we have uh, uh, such and such. And the president says, why am I seeing him? He's a, is he a friend? And Chief of Staff said, he's a very, very good friend, sir. All right, show him in. That's, you're buying access. You're buying, uh, we, we ought to try to avoid angering this guy. That's what you're buying. So I just wanted to play that because Ian... And Ian Bremmer's... Oh, go ahead, sorry. He's no right winger. And he's no defender of Trump. Well, right. So I, I go back to my uh, prediction. This ends up really damaging both. Trump and Biden. Well, wouldn't that be wild? So Trump is facing impeachment, and Biden's more or less ruled out because, you know, he was kind of wobbling anyway. Right. And then you got this attitude. And he's so he's older done. than dirt. So how wide open is the race then? Holy cow. It's like starting over. <sighs> Hello, Hillary. Oh, geez. Yeah. Against. How do you like that? Pence. Pence. Weld. It's always. Well, <laughs> shut up. It's. Weld. <laughs> That is hilarious. <laughs> I admit it. Um, you know who I heard this morning doing another interview? Amy Klobuchar. Hmm? She has less charisma than, than uh, I almost said something terribly hurtful. Why would I? Um, what were you going to say? She has, no. She has well, very. I want to know it. No. No. We know that you don't approve of the statement. So you're, you're covered. So it won't if be attached it, to me. No, if you write it down, you. do you want me to say it? <laughs> It had to do with a, a a dead raccoon by the side of the road. Yeah, that's not much charisma. Well, <laughs> is what you're saying. But she's so smart, so tough, so moderate, so reasonable. She won't engage in the Michael Brown was murdered. She won't. She said, "Listen, impeachment will further divide the American people. We do not need to be divided. We will hold an election, and people can decide who they want to be president." The adult in the room! But she can't catch on at all. Anyway, uh, 
so if, if Trump seems very, very damaged, and this is still very unlikely, the American people don't like impeaching. Well, they don't like convicting presidents. They just don't. The, the American people believe in elections, especially if it's even close to being a wobbler. But in that case, as long as we're speculating... It's going to be Pence because you always go with the Veep. Oh, jeez. Even when it's Walter friggin' Mondale, you go with the Veep. And, uh, and, and on the Democrat side, how is it not Liz Warren? Midnight, all alone in the moon. I don't know the words. I'm transitioning to your cat story. And Uh-oh. together we can <laughs> weld America back Memory. together. Weld America back together. That <laughs> is terrible. I'm singing a song from Cats to try to transition to the cat story. With your empty words. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. This is about the environment and you're still yelling at me. This is all wrong. No, I remember. You know, I'm about to give up. The time I knew when happiness was. <laughs> I'm beginning to think 16-year-old girls are, are, are really hormonal and they're always on edge. And trust me, I know what I'm talking about. I'm having no luck transitioning to the cat Touch star. me. <laughs> you have stolen my dreams. No, I didn't. There's no reason to leave me. How dare you? Why, you actually know the words. You are a cat owner. What the hell? What's the matter with you, Sean? Why do you know the words to that? Because I watched the trailer a bunch, and that was the song oh, they had in the trailer. That's no. a good Jennifer story. Hudson just belts it out. You know who ought to be impeached and, and, and thrown into Gitmo is Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> Unleashing that schmaltz on America. Nobody is working the impeach Andrew Lloyd Webber angle today. So congratulations. Americans own about 80 million cats. 86 million cats. Oh, that's a lot. One cat for every three households. That's incredible. Um, The majority, well, they one, say... That, go ahead. That's incredible. Yeah. That's a lot of cats. Two thirds to three fourths of the uh, of the cats. So let's let's say sixty million of those cats are harmless, cuddly house cats. I've got two outdoor cats, but oh, oh my, oh my. The other one third to one quarter are not harmless. They are outdoor pet cats, and they are murderers. <laughs> <laughs> These natural-born killers are the stuff of every bird and small mammal's nightmares, and they kill. Yes, that's why I have them to get rid of mice and whatnot. And birds, evidently. Um, there, there's the story of uh, the introduction of a cat, a cat, to an untouched island south of New Zealand in the uh, late 1800s, 1894. That cat single-pawedly caused the extinction of the Stevens Island wren, a small flightless bird. Found only that part of the word. Hey, world. Ren, learn how to fly. You're a bird. Much like yeah. Tom uh, Tom Petty, you should be learning to fly. I don't understand how cats catch birds. I realize they do. But they how sneak do they up catch behind them. them. They're very uh, stealthy. Mm. Then they leap upon them and tear them apart with their razor-sharp claws and, ra- and, and needle-like teeth. So we, have, so we have three billion fewer birds than we did in 1970, almost a third drop, and people think it's because there are so many more cats. Yeah. Hmm. Plus, there are probably 30 to 80 million feral cats ah, running around. That is ridiculous soft-headedness. Well, people deciding to have more pet cats is just a change in trends and pets and stuff like that. But the allowing feral cats to run around is just the soft-headedness of, of America, in which nobody will do anything about these pets. Right. You're soft-hearted to the point of being dumb. 
There are millions of these predators running around, eating all the birds. Well, and living miserable lives themselves. All right, they're diseased, they're covered with sores, they reproduce rampantly, you round them up and you kill them. Well, you can't do that. Yeah, you can. You can. What if I said rats? Those cats are just rats with prettier fur. Anyway, um, so scientists think that, that the feral cats... And the outdoor cats um, are killing many, many millions of birds. It's almost impossible to get a, a handle on how many, um, and, and eating eggs and the rest of it. Mm. Um, let's see. There was one story i got to summarize because we're running out of time. But in 2011, this one scientist, wildlife ecologist uh, with the Smithsonian Institution, published a paper, followed the fate of young gray catbirds in the Maryland suburbs. That's a confusing bird to follow the catbird. Uh, soon after leaving the nest, 79% of birds were killed by predators, primarily cats. 79%. You can tell because they decapitate the victims with the bodies uneaten. Oh. Play the scary noise, Michael. Do you have the scary noise, Andy? It would have been a good time. We've had it. that before uh, where our cat presents us with a bird head. is like a gift, brings it and sets it next to your feet. Do you write a thank you note? It's a little or is that tradition uh, gone? Anyway, kill feral cats. That's my point. Round them up. <laughs> gas them. Midnight. Start with that one. <laughs> gas it now. More please. on the way.